Worship in the World is a screen-free worship experience brought to you by Downtown Church. Downtown Church is a community of unfinished people based in Columbia, South Carolina. We believe in asking honest questions while we strive to follow Christ with our own communities, loving people wherever they find themselves on their faith journey. Thank you for being with us today. You can clap, you can clap, it's okay, you can clap. (laughs) Talk about a song of invitation, amen? Let us pray. Loving God, gracious God, thank you for welcoming us just the way we are. Even when we do not welcome ourselves, you still welcome us. Even when we do not extend grace and kindness to ourselves, you give us grace, you give us kindness. Thank you for the spirit in this place. Thank you for love. Thank you for joy. Thank you for peace. Thank you for the fellowship and the joy that is already present in this place. In Jesus' name, we pray and we're here to welcome you. Amen. Amen. And amen. Please stand and sing with us this morning. Take my hand, 
time for our prayer of admission, confession, just the way we are. We are sinners. We fall short. We are on a journey. We are still every day moving forward. We are imperfect. And now is the time where we can acknowledge that and admit that without judgment, without shame, without blame, without guilt, thankful for the blood of Jesus and the grace that gives us. The prayer of admission is in your program. Let us say it together, followed by a moment of silence. Lord, we hurt, and we hurt others. Heal us. Help us to admit where we are broken. Help us to ask for forgiveness. Help us to grant it.
Spirit of the Lord is in this place this morning. We are forgiven. We are forgiven. We are loved and we are at peace with God. Let us go and love each other. We'll make more coffee next week. So. <laughs> um, I want to point your attention to what we call the classifieds page. Um, I'm not going to read them to you because that would be real boring for you and for me. Uh, but if you'll take a look, it's all the things that are happening right now at the church. There's a lot this fall. Um, and in particular, if you are a tiny theologian or middle or high schooler, so anywhere from age 7 to 18, you get to stay after church and hang out with Lucas and Abigail and Perry and lots of fun people. Um, so just hang out in that corner with all the comfy couches and parents, y'all enjoy brunch, all right? Yeah. I also wanted to note that that lovely voice you heard singing um, the Gloria Patri was Brooks Brewer. Thank you, Brooks. We are in a sermon series on the question, who am I? And Lucas kicked us off a few weeks ago talking about the biblical matriarchs, Ruth and Naomi, and how we have this tendency to define ourselves by relationships, right? By who we're in a relationship with, um, our children, uh, our friends, a pet. Uh, and so he talked about what happens when we lose one of those relationships. And in our grief, we have to kind of redefine who we are. Last week, Charles talked about the significance of place and how the Israelites were led through the wilderness for 40 years until they got to settle in a place and how, um, how amazing it is when spiritually you can just be your full self in a place. He invited us to do that here at Downtown Church. Well, today we're talking about church. How does church and specifically worship affect who we are? I'm going to turn to the book of Romans, Paul's letter to Rome. You can read with me in your program, chapter 12, and I'm reading the first two verses. Listen now for God's word for you. Paul says, I appeal to you, therefore, my brothers and sisters, on the basis of God's mercy, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God which is your reasonable act of worship. Do not be conformed by this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind so that you may discern the will of God, what is good, what is acceptable and perfect. This is the word of God for us, the people of God, I commend to you that whole chapter 12 of Romans. It is chock full of wisdom for how we are to be church today. But today we're gonna, we're gonna focus, laser focus on one phrase. The phrase, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I'm gonna make the case that what we're doing right now, worship all together on Sunday morning, we are being transformed by the renewing of our mind so that we see God the rest of the week. Earlier this morning, uh, earlier this week, sorry, some friends invited me to the township to see Ziggy Marley perform. Does anybody know Ziggy Marley? Ziggy is one of Bob Marley's sons. He is a great musician in his own right, but this particular concert was to pay tribute to his father, Bob. 
And I know a lot of the words to those songs. I surprised my husband with how many of those lyrics I could belt out on my own. It's because I grew up listening to the radio, listening to Bob Marley. And I gotta tell you that I kinda love the, the variety of people that Bob Marley's music attracts. Like as I was walking into the township that night, you see all sorts of people. You see the fraternity brothers from the university, right? They're coming in hot, right? And you see the Rastas and they're beautiful. I mean, just all dressed up. And then you see these um, 70 something folks, you know? Y'all, they were moving more than any live show I've been to and I see a lot of live music. I mean, it was up there with Earth, Wind & Fire, which was basically like a dance club at the township. The energy in the township Tuesday night, it was vibrant. And um, everybody was swaying and singing along and Ziggy was moving, I mean, in his full Jamaican self. And I think he's 50 years old, y'all. He was, I don't know how many steps he had during that performance. He was all over the place. And, and in his energy, he was transporting all of us outside of downtown Columbia to some Caribbean island somewhere with him. It was good in and of itself, that energy. Y'all know how good live music, like we've heard this morning, it can, can do something to you. It can transport you from wherever you are to someplace better. And on Tuesday, I really needed that. Tuesday was a rough day for me and I was exhausted and I was in a mood. You know how you're kind of like in a mood sometimes, you know? And uh, being in that space with that energy, my spirit could not stay down. It was being lifted up with the people around me. And toward the end of Ziggy's set, he started to play the song One Love. Y'all know how that goes, right? One love, one heart. Let's get together and be all right, right? And everybody is singing along because it's like the height of the show, right? So everybody's singing and all of a sudden, Ziggy just stops. The band keeps playing, but Ziggy stops moving. He stops singing. He closes his eyes. And we are all listening, not to Ziggy's voice, but the 800 voices fill in the township singing one love, one heart, let's get together and be all right. And that was cool in and of itself, right? But it was almost as if I had forgotten the words that come after, do you know what it is? One love, one heart, give thanks and praise to the Lord and it will be all right. <sighs> Y'all. It was worship. It hit me like a ton of bricks. It felt like worship on a Tuesday night at the township reggae concert with 800 strangers. And I know already, I know because there are some attorneys in here, I know what you're thinking. Dawn, they are not worshiping Jesus. I was, let the record reflect. I know some of them were not worshiping Jesus. Some of them were worshiping Bob Marley. Some of them were worshiping Ziggy, but when he got quiet, y'all, and you heard the voices around you of people that are not typically my friends, mm-mm, that's worship. I needed to hear the words that night. I needed to hear those words, particularly being in the place where I was, the mood that I was in. And I was struck by the words, words that Bob Marley wrote 
and words that I have read in the Psalms and I have sung millions of times. Give thanks and praise to the Lord and then the promise, it'll be all right. I needed to hear that on Tuesday and here it was, showing up for me at a reggae concert and I didn't miss it. I didn't miss that moment because I had the ears trained to hear it, the the eyes to see it, the mind transformed to recognize God and to recognize, whoa, this, this is praise. It happened again this week at a law firm. There was a partner of a local law firm that died tragically this week. And um, I was impacted by it because he was close to people I care about, maybe close to some of you. And so I was invited to show up at this law firm this week uh, just to provide care for the partners and the employees there. They put me in this really nice conference room, gave me a law firm pen, you know, some tissues that came out of a house box. That was cool. And I sat there for a little while by myself, you know, I got up and walked around the law firm. People are really trying hard to keep working, but you know, you also just can't keep working. And finally, some people came and they sat with me in in the conference room and I held their hands. And this is what they said. They said, he was such a faithful person. They said, you know, Dawn, he would come to my kids' baseball games. They said, he was the kind of boss that looked you in the eyes and you knew that he saw you as a human more than an employee. I listened to their words and I held their hands, strangers, and I prayed. I had another aha moment. This kind of feels like church. Church in the wild maybe, yeah, but church. And it just kept happening all week, y'all. I'd get into squabble with someone and I'd have to admit that I was in the wrong. I'd have to ask for forgiveness. Wait, we do that every Sunday. And it might feel forced, right, when we're saying these words of apology together in this place, but it's on purpose. It's to prepare us for when we're gonna need those words during the week. Or at the dinner table when we say a word of prayer, of thanks to God before we eat the food and and we notice the relationships that get built when we're eating with people, the trust, you know, through the bread and the cup at the dining table, at every dining table is worship. And I realized something. I realized that worship, this worship, it's practice. It's practice for life. Just like Aretha might practice those high and low notes, just like a football team is going to practice every day, Monday through Thursday, leading up for Friday night. Sunday worship is practice so that we can see God the rest of the week. We practice together so we can strengthen our muscle memory, so we don't even have to think about it. So that when we arise at moments in our life, it's like our body already knows how to give praise. It's like the quarterback who throws that pass a million times. He doesn't even have to think about it when the moment comes. It's in him. Here's another way to think about it. I'm going to do something crazy. Y'all excited? I'm going to ask Dave and Derek to come up here. They're going to help us see what I'm talking about. 
We've never done this before, so just bear with us, all right? This is Dave Holder, by the way, Derek Weber. Now I really feel like I'm part of the band. All right, well, y'all just play the riff, like of the chorus of Precious Lord, all right? And I just want you to listen to this big, beautiful instrument. And Derek, you come in when you're ready, all right? After Dave gets going. That's Derek Weber. So y'all don't get too excited, it's gonna get even better, okay? So here's what I learned being at Downtown Church around these amazing musicians all the time and Drew Parker who understands sound better than anyone I know. This is like the most beautiful, underappreciated instrument in all the catalog of instruments. And you know why? Because this is what causes us to move our hands against our thigh or to start tapping that foot. This is what moves an entire song and creates the dynamic that takes us from one place to another. And this drum set right here does the same thing. It's the rhythm, the beat that carries the song all the way through. So here's what we're gonna do now. Sean is just like the best ever. He's already up here. It's like he already knows, I need him. <laughs> we're gonna add the guitar. I want you to hear how it adds another layer, but I don't want you to forget the bass, all right? Y'all take it away. so good. <clears throat> Y'all are too excited. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, so here's what Sean does with the guitar. He adds a melody, right? He fills out the song, but it is that bass that connects the percussion, the rhythm to this guitar. Y'all get on up here. I know you want to. Come on, Perry, LB, Zan. Y'all look at these pretty faces, right? And you already know they're great voices. We're going to add them up top. Here's what happens, though. When you're listening to a song in the radio, in the car, your mind, our minds are conditioned to stay with this, right? To pick up on the melody, to maybe sing along to the lyric, but our minds get captivated by the treble and we forget to look for the bass. So keep on looking for the bass, all right? Y'all take it away.
clap. Now you can clap. <laughs> Thank you. Here's, here's the deal. Our minds are conditioned to live in the treble clef. And we often miss the base where depth is discovered or the rhythm that we can return to time and time again. Here's what I want us to do. I want us to think about worship, what we're doing right here, as keeping the base in a world full of treble. When we come to worship on Sunday, we're getting in touch with the base. We're training our eyes and our ears and our hearts to move with the base. And it's important because when we train ourselves to find the base, to find Christ, then we can't help but find it every moment of our life. When we return to the rhythm of God, the beat of God, it can ground us when life goes sideways. And y'all know when life goes sideways, when you start to get overwhelmed with information at the start of school, right? Too many emails, too many social media alerts, schedules, demands of the world. It is easy to find the treble notes of life. You gotta search for the bass. You gotta return to the rhythm that helps it fall into place. Christ is what gives us our identity. Christ is what grounds us in meaning. It is all about the bass. So in a world full of all kinds of treble, y'all, find the bass. In the name of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. Can 
follow your star Wherever leads me I don't mind, Lord I hope you don't mind, Lord I wanna walk with you Talk with you Do everything that you want me to do Cause I know that Jesus pray with me. Almighty God, you call us to lives of transformation, not just on Sunday mornings, not just when we're with our people, and certainly not just when we're comfortable. The call to transform is as constant as a base. God, break open our hearts and minds, transform us daily to be more kind to be more curious, to be more like your son, Jesus. God, today we especially pray for our leaders, from principals to presidents, councilwomen to colonels. Help us all to lead with visions of your kingdom, looking to the margins, looking to the lonely, looking to the oppressed and hurt. Open our eyes, God, to see your world not as it is, but as it could be. God, we pray for those facing challenges today, seen and unseen. Challenges in their families, challenges with their health, challenges with their relationships. We ask for you to comfort them, God, and help us to comfort them as well. God, we thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for the gift of this day and for the gift of your son, Jesus, who taught us to pray, saying together, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. 
I now invite you to stand as you are able to say what we believe, reciting words 2,000 years old from the Apostles' Creed in our affirmation of faith. So downtown church, what is it that you believe? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. Third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence, he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. I invite you to remain standing as we sing our final song.
Y'all, I was supposed to preach on money today. <laughs> You're welcome. I uh, felt compelled to preach um, the word of the Lord instead. So y'all are adults, and if you feel compelled to support what we're doing here, there are wooden bowls to receive your offering. You can always give online. Hear this benediction. In a world full of all kinds of trouble, find the base. And as you go from this place, may the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the interruption of the Holy Spirit may it be with you and with all those you love and with all those nobody loves. Go in God's peace. Amen. If you feel compelled to support the church financially, you can give a secure gift online at downtownchurch.me forward slash give.